Hey, this is LA Beast, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has blown his pants and underwear into the atmosphere and is now jacking his boner off with a handful of plutonium. That's Jeff Clark. Call me Jeff and Heimer. And beaming to us from his Malibu dream house... The bearded, pink, sparkly, booger-eating Barbie known as... Shuddy Boy. Yo! Brat, brat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brat, brat, indeed. Whew! Man, back in this scorching fucking death grundle of heat. Before got... we do that... Oh, boy, Shuddy. What? what? Are you about to, to humble brag... And about that toy you're playing with? No, I was just going to say happy birthday. Oh, thanks, Gah. You're welcome. What is that happy toy? Birthday. Is that this a he is, It's your birthday it present. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's the Masters of the Universe, Masterverse Revelation Man-at-Arms from the Kevin Smith cartoon. You get to watch me play with Man-at-Arms. Happy birthday. I'm just getting him dressed and putting him in the display case. That's all I'm doing. I'm just putting on his armor. I don't want his penis hanging out. That'd be inappropriate. So it's all supposed to be done before we started recording, but he had I, some had tech some issues. I had some tech issues that we talked about in the Easter egg. That yeah, Shuddy Boy just out of nowhere in the group text started texting us his clown penis or some shit. From my Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Sorry, Shuddy. Didn't mean to cut you off. You're fine. Yes, you did. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you did. I did it's spend cool. my, my birthday weekend in San Diego. Stayed with my, my aunt and uncle down there. Saw San Diego. Mr. Alex Wilson. Went to Comic-Con. Kicked it with him for a little bit. Um, it was nice getting out of this. It's, it's like nice year-round in San Diego. San Diego might have the best year-round weather on average in the entirety of the United States. At least it's, nice. like, it's typically like seven in the mid-70s there, right? All year-round, give or take? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, my aunt and uncle have lived there for decades, and they're like, yeah, we never have to turn on the heat. We never have to turn on the AC. It's just perfect. That, uh, yeah. that first spot you had in Hollywood – was pretty nice. That area was not didn't get really hot. Did in the summer. Yeah, there were definitely for sure did. times where I would have to sleep on the couch a couple nights out of the year there. Like I'm like I'm currently doing here on fucking super couch behind me. That's now my bedroom. Yeah, it just gets hotter the further you get inland or like the more you're inside the city. I'm like two blocks from the sand, so like my weather 
It's not as good as San Diego, but my weather in like my neighborhood is fucking. It's elite. It's it's pretty good, and it's still. I have the air conditioning on because it's like mid eighties, and my my apartment kind of bakes. But yeah, San Diego, Huntington Beach. I gotta think like those. And like pretty much everything in between on the coast, it's pretty much the nicest weather in the world. I would I would argue. I mean, where do you where would you go for nicer weather? Exactly. I, I've never been to Hawaii. I mean, you could speak to that. Yeah, I mean Hawaii's nice, but it does get pretty fucking hot in the summer. Okay. But um, it was it was nice getting down there. Um, spent another fucking birthday at Comic Con. I've I've kind of like lost count of how many times I've done that. I did have a little bit of a unique experience this time. I got a penis injury. Mild. Mild penis injury. I should preface that before I get anybody's hopes up. But um What did Alex do to you? Did Carl get injured too? <laughs> no, but let's just say um I'm not a fan of Alex's new braces. No. <laughs> um Wait, it, does he have braces? No, no. Uh, okay. I was. I didn't notice. My the the first day I so I went down there Thursday after we did Crafter Jeff, um, and another programming note: we are having to go back once again for the third time to supermarket queefs because Master Chef is taking another fucking week off. It's almost like these guys work for a bank or a post office or something. The show has the show's been back for 10 weeks and they've done 7 episodes. It's nuts. And I, what they're they're taking this week off because of grown adult men's soccer? Is that is that what's happening? <laughs> well, even worse, sexually women's soccer. <laughs> well, at least it's the appropriate gender playing it. <laughs> and us US women dominate that shit. So I mean, our U.S. women dominate that shit. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Yeah. I actually watched Us versus Vietnam. Kind of nice. Seeing America catch a W, but it's not going to be nice knowing uh, Wednesday's MasterChef is called off. It allows me to go to – I get invited to a basketball game, pick up basketball game at this Japanese community center. Um, Wednesdays, 8 to 10 p.m but I haven't been able to play since the start of MasterChef because I, don't know, I make a whole thing out of MasterChef Wednesday. So I'm going to be able to get back to that this Wednesday. So that's the bright spot. And a lot of our listeners really like supermarket queefs. So we can give them yeah. some of that. Yeah, I guess it's not the worst case in the world. I mean, that just means Crafter Jeff extends a little deeper in. It's just going to fuck me royally because I know it's going to extend into when we're shooting John Cooper, which is just going to throttle me. But, hey, whatever. Uh, could be worse. Could always be worse, right? So Yeah. So, anyways, what about your penis? Uh, so, I, my, um, I, I got down to San Diego kind of late Thursday night. I went to this, like, um, 90s Nickelodeon-themed after party, which was kind of cool. Um, and, uh... Sorry. What is this? So it was like, are you afraid of the dark shit? Like all that shit? Yeah, they, like that? they had, it was decorated with, they had that like Nick at Night, or no, not Nick at Night, the Snick yeah. couch, that orange couch. Oh, so you could, I, used, like, dude, I used to love Snick. Yeah, me too. 
You could take pictures on it. They had a lot of photo ops. There was this Double Dare-inspired, like, giant nose with big ropes, green ropes coming out of the nose. So you could, like, jump in this pit that was filled with just snot ropes and take pictures in that. Um, And then tons and tons of people were in, like, Legends of the Hidden Temple cosplay, um, Ah Real Monsters cosplay. It was a lot of just, like, references to 90s Nickelodeon. And then they had some cover band playing just nothing but 90s songs, and they threw in a couple of 90s theme songs. And all the stuff projected on the walls was like, you know, they had the the intro for Salute Your Shorts and Rugrats and all that shit. It was kind of cool. Um, so did they we, do the um, Friends theme, the Rembrandt song? <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> How do you, that's like the most one of the more famous 90s like theme songs or even i mean because it was fr- the friends theme song one of the most famous 90s songs there is i Everyone think they were that shit i think they were just trying to keep it more nickelodeon themed gotcha that's but, fair. um uh so the next morning i wake up and got dressed and headed into the convention and that was the day i spent the most time on the actual convention floor and I was wearing my my like black ninja pants, so I wanted to be a little bit a little comfy. I knew it was going to be hot, and you know sometimes jeans just makes you sweat your ass off. So out of nowhere, my fucking ding dong gets itchy, and I wanted to give it a scratch because every second that passed, it exponentially got itchier, and I also didn't want to look like a deranged grizzly bear and just scratch it like I would if nobody was around and just be like Aah! and just itch the hell out of my dick. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, there's a lot of people around. There's fucking kids here. How do I itch this as quickly as possible? So I went for the old pinch and roll technique, you know? It's a good way to ladies I'm sure probably aren't familiar with this, but if your nuts <laughs> if your nutsack excuse me, scrote bag starts itching like, you can't just scratch it like you would your arm or your back or something. Nutsacks are loose and hangy. It doesn't, the, the physics don't work. So what you have to do is pinch the itchy part of your sack and just kind of roll it in your fingers a little bit, kind of like you're playing the world's smallest violin. That's like <laughs> the most efficient way to, to itch a, a nutsack. Rolling like a little piece of clay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like finishing off a joint. <laughs> <laughs> Knock, knocking the cherry off of a blunt. Yeah. Just squeeze it like that. So I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to itch my penis that way. So I tried to do it as fast as possible. So it was, it was like, like a fucking hummingbird couldn't have caught it. I went like, whip. And it, it didn't hurt, but I, I itched my penis in record time and I went on with my day. And later on when I, um, whipped my dick out to take a piss, I had burst a blood vessel on it. Like, I was a little too aggressive. So there like was on like, the shaft? Yeah. So there's just like this, this big, like, deep, dark red mark on it. And it might have it thrown me for a spin if it were my first penis injury. But I've had, I've had a couple. You're a penis injury veteran. Yeah. And, you know, they bounce back quick. Dicks, I think, were... <laughs> You're... You got mad penis resilience. Yeah, but dicks were kind of built to take a beating. I mean, just look at male masturbation. 
that was any <laughs> other limb, that thing would be battered and fucking bruised. But, you know, they, hello, they stand hello, up. when a woman beats my cock. <laughs> like, I've got, I got, one time in the ring, I got punched in the penis by Forrest Griffin and completely fucking bruised it, basically from, from head to root. And then uh, I told that story a while ago about how one time I was uh, going to a rave in Philly and I took an E-bomb in the car and was not expecting a, a very long line to get into the place. So I start rolling and then I have to take a piss and I didn't want to get in line. So I pinched the head of my pee hole to help, me, to help assist me in not pissing my pants. And uh, I found out when I got home that night that I had held the pinch for too tight and too long and I just pulled the skin off or the area around my pee hole. Yikes. So when I saw this, I was like, eh, I'll get over that. That'll be, that'll be an easy one. Hey, you don't need to miss time for that. Yeah. In fact, uh, Ding Dong is already back to normal. It went from a very deep, dark red uh, you know, busted ass blood vessel to uh, you know, ding dong's back in action, baby. <laughs> but I had a, I had a pimp on my nutsack for like a week that I was a little nervous about because I've never had a pimp on my nutsack, and I was like, oh no, what does this mean? So I literally googled, what does a pimp on your nutsack mean? And Google's response was, it's like a pimple anywhere. As long as it's on the skin, then you're good. If it's not on the skin, might want to check that one for testy cancer. Oh, so. okay. Like on the inside. I was like, how would it not be on the skin? What would it be like hovering above it like a halo? Like, <laughs> got a, like a fucking penis stingleberry just dangling. Oh, no. I have a pimple on one of my nutsack pubes. <laughs> 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 uh no no i had a, no but uh the pimple is pretty much gone away so that's good oh this is a recent thing yeah yeah i didn't want to talk about it <laughs> I, could i have last week I, I think i could have yeah last last week it just wasn't appropriate for alex wilson i didn't want to bring it up to him we had other things to discuss yeah i didn't want to tell um alex that i had a had an abscess on my fucking greasy nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll fucking probably try to pop it with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Comic-Con was pretty cool, but you know, it, it, with, uh, oh, yeah. with the SAG strike, you know, all the panels got canceled. There was no Hall H shit, which is what people camp out for. Like people get tickets to Comic-Con and they basically will sleep outside for days just so they can get into Hall H, which is where, you know, back when Marvel had tons of surprises to announce in the movies and they would have panels with, you know, all the actors from the Avengers showing trailers and all that shit. And it never appealed to me in the fucking slightest because anything that gets announced at Comic-Con, any trailer that comes out... It's going to be online in like five minutes. I'm not going to sleep outside for days. 
just so I can see it in person and see it 30 seconds before the rest of the world. It's not that important to me. But that just meant that all those people that would be sleeping outside were now on the floor. So it felt a little bit more congested. And, you know, some people were wondering, you know, asking themselves the question, well, maybe it'll be a little less congested because if people are there just for the star fuckery, they will pass. But, I mean, Comic-Con badges are so fucking hard to get and they're also so expensive that if you get one, you're not missing the show because famous people aren't there. You're just like, all right, well, I'll find other shit to do. I'm not missing Comic-Con. So was it was it more or less packed? It was more. It was more packed. But there was some there was some cool shit. Oh, Shuddy. Can yes. you give me screen share? I sure can. There's something that um I had to take a picture of and show you, Jeff. Because <clears> I think you'll be I think you'll be excited about this. Alright. When I start sharing, tell me what you see. Can you see it? Yeah. It's uh <laughs> it's, it's like a fish with legs. It's like a spider a crab fish. fish. There you go, Shuddy. It is, isn't it? A crab fish. I'd eat the shit out of that. I found a picture of a crab fish. It kind of looks like a spider bottom, though, right? But, I mean, that pretty much is a crab fish. Did you buy that? No, no. This this was... So there's this Japanese... $50,000. Uh, horror manga artist... Junji Ito, who his you know he started doing these horror comics like twenty years ago or so, or maybe even longer than that, maybe even started in the eighties. But he's gotten a huge cult following, so they had this display of some of his original art, and that shit didn't even have a price tag on it. It was just like, yeah, none of you motherfuckers can afford this. Just bask in its glory. If, if you have to ask, it's too expensive, right? Yeah. But um, it was, it was cool seeing him have a have a presence there. His his horror comics are so fucking cool. The I guess his biggest I'm one is uh... Uzumaki. What's that, Jeff? Oh, Sam, I was looking at your Instagram. I saw you met the Chainsaw Man. Yeah, Chainsaw Man was there. There were quite a few of those. That was cool. Um, the biggest thing was, like, I feel like. For years, it was Harley Quinn. Every girl was dressed as Harley Quinn, and that was the most popular cosplay. Then Demon Slayer came out, and then every third person was in a Demon Slayer costume. And now it's Barbie. Barbies and Kens, as far as the eye can see. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, But it was... It was fun, and Carl Carl had to do like a, a work dinner on Friday, so she had to meet me in San Diego. But she finally got to go for the first time, and she found some cute stuff she enjoyed. Um, and you know, it's always cool seeing the the costumes and shit. But the bo is still whoo fucking rampant. You know, like those outdoor eateries in in tropical places well i guess like la has a few florida has them where when you're eating outside in the summer they just have those misters going kind of just yeah gently spraying you to cool everybody down 
they should have one of those at the entrance that just sprays like Dracar Noir. Yeah, just missed these stinky motherfuckers because you'll be walking around a corner and then just get punched in the face with a fucking B.O. Hadouken. And it is nasty. It is, it's a stank that you can't really find anywhere else on the world other than the Comic-Con floor. That B.O. is a very unique kind of putrid. But uh, it was it was fun, it was cool. It was cool seeing, spend, getting some time to spend out, uh, hanging out with Alex, seeing uh, Bonnie and the the rest of the Bagleys. Yeah, dude, how do they get one? If it's so hard to get a ticket, is it just like one of those things where I feel like if you go to Coachella, the organizers of Coachella, like you're 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 like kind of ahead of the line already. Like you get like um pre-order access is that what the bagless situation is so it's 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 a matter of the you know the tickets go on sale at the same time every year so you have to have an account made and i'm pretty sure if you've gone before i I think it works in your advantage but it's it's kind of like a lottery system you go into a waiting room and so many fucking people want to go that obviously they can't they can't sell a ticket to everybody so when your number gets called, it's like a lottery system. And I think sometimes they, they'll even be like, all right, well, here's what's left. You can't go for all five days, but, you know, pick and choose which one of these tickets you want. Or sometimes you just get a big old dinky in your butt. And it's just like, nah, <laughs> you get no, nothing. no tickets for you. Fuck off. That's kind of like, I feel like I told this one year, but uh, one year when I went with Seek, I was like, all right, so what are, what are the big things that you're into? Like, what's, what's on your checklist? And he was like, well, Lego is doing a giveaway. They have an exclusive figure. You know, one of those teeny tiny ones that's like as big as your thumbnail. He's like, they're just giving them away. So he's like, I know it's going to be super popular, but let's go check out the line. So we get to the booth, massive line. So we try to see where it goes. And it keeps going and winding corners. We finally trace it to the back door of the convention hall. I'm like, oh shit. So we peek out there, goes down the stairs. So we follow that. It goes out the back door to like the marina area, to the water. And then a quarter mile down the fucking road. I couldn't fucking believe it. All four. You're in Carlsbad. A teeny tiny little Lego man. And then he drops this bombshell on me. So once you get up to the front of the line, there's an iPad, and you tap it, and you either get a good cop or a bad cop. If you get the good cop, they hand you the little figure for free. If you get the bad cop, they boot your fucking ass, and you get nothing. I could not... That's that's like an eight-hour wait for the chance to get no absolutely guarantee. nothing. Yeah. Fucking nuts. And then he was telling me that like the people that get them flip them online for like five hundred, six hundred dollars for a teeny tiny singular little Lego guy. Well in that case you can argue it being worth it. I mean, five or six hundred dollars for an eight hour work day is how you have to look at it. It's not bad. Yeah. That's a good point. But if you do that eight hour work day and you get the bad cop I would, yeah. I'd flip that fucking table over. 
I would have like a Molotov cocktail prepped in my back pocket and just light that shit and torch that place. Like, fuck that. I'm melting all those little bastards. That'd be my last fucking Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, did did Benihana for my birthday. Went full basic bitch. Couldn't even party. I drank like two drinks, got tired, smoked some weed, passed out. That's how you go with. That's how you do 41. To Benihana? Yeah. I just went with Carl and my aunt and uncle. Alex Wilson couldn't be bothered to go to Benihana? Uh, he had something cooler pop up at the last second that he went to. So he ditched you? <laughs> Benny fucking Hana? Benny fucking Hana? I love me oh. some fucking Benny Hana. It was awesome. I know you do. I know you do. Oh, Jeff, it sounds I saw... like a pretty good San Diego trip. Yeah. Or Comic-Con trip. It wasn't bad. I mean, it, it, it didn't even, um, Saturday didn't even fucking feel like my birthday. It was like the first time in my life where I was just like, yeah, this is just another day. Who gives a flying shit? 41? Pfft. That's something worth celebrating? Nah. Do not care. I saw, Jeff, that you ha- you've been having some incidents at the gym. <laughs> oh no I don't know what you're talking about help me out oh, oh, oh you're talking about the between two flushes yeah yeah oh man yeah um, you're being exposed to some very bad sauna and gym locker room etiquette well one of them is uh, I, like a toss up situation a gray area in my opinion the other one the guy should have gotten his fucking ass whooped, and I guess I should have been the one to do it. But I'm, I have no, I have no squabbles. I don't think I can fight. Um, for those of you who don't know, what I'm talking about. I did a between two flushes, um, which is a segment that I uh, will randomly do for our ten dollar Patreon members, or I'll just rant about something while on the toilet. And what I <laughs> ranted about was recent gym locker room etiquette, which at LA Fitness has been pretty poor recently. And Shuddy, there was a fucking guy FaceTiming in the men's locker room. On speaker or like video. I, I understand, oh. but but did he have AirPods in or did you hear both sides of the conversation? Um I don't know. I was actually listening to my headphones, so all I saw him was talking to someone on his phone. But, I mean, it's like it's a locker, and there's, like, naked old guys walking around, na- naked regular people. Um, I had my shirt off at the time. Like, there's just people. You know, it's a fucking – it's a bathroom. It's a men's locker room. What are you doing on FaceTime? And what I said in the between two flushes is I'm not sure if you should be on FaceTime in public. I know you shouldn't be on FaceTime in a fucking bathroom. Yeah. I mean, I'm – I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a little bitch, but isn't that some sort of illegal? Like, like what the fuck? Yeah, but don't you I remember don't there was like some um, uh, uh, some Playboy girl? Who, yeah, but she took a picture of an old lady and then fat shamed her. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, look at this horrible ass!" Like, like uh, if I can't unsee this, all of you have to see it. 
and people scorch her for it. Oh, but, for sure. But you're still going into a private room where people get naked and change streaming video. Like, granted, it, it's odds are it was only to one person, but, like, could have been a group of people just, like, FaceTiming each other. Like, yeah, nobody wants their fucking dick and ass going out. But I'm honestly, how many other people were in there? Was it crowded? Not really. So there's, he was doing, he was FaceTiming by the sinks and there is a wall in between like the row of sinks and the locker room. There's no like door. You just walk from there's, there's like sides of the wall. And then Beyond that, there's a uh, a doorway into the bathroom, into the sauna, and then into the the showers and then the, the the pool area. So he was still in the locker room, but but on uh, um on on the sink side. So like, I only saw him. It was him and his buddy, and like I said on the fucking on the between two flushes, they were like Aerosmith side by side, like on the FaceTime together with this fucking the, the their friend. Were and those it was guys only me and those two? Were those guys nude? No. <laughs> because I mean, I'm sure they would have been like, "Oh man, I should probably put my shirt on if I'm gonna FaceTime." Or maybe not. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell was going on. So it was just it was just it was just you and those two guys. <laughs> yeah, for like a second, and then I left and. The guy kept talking on FaceTime, and I, you know, I'm sure other people were there. Hopefully, someone said something to him. He didn't act like a, a pussy like I did. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like if there was a bunch of people in there, if it was a packed locker room, somebody would have spoken up, like, "Dude, shut your fucking phone off, man. My dick is out. Like, I don't want to have to whoop your ass right now while I'm naked, but I will." Yeah, you fucking Vigo Mortensen, Eastern Promises, right? Is that the movie? Where he kills like all those Russian gangsters in the uh, in the sauna. You know what I'm talking uh, about? I don't think I've seen that. Oh man! All right, well, never mind. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of spoiling the whole between two flushes. But and then the other day when I went into the sauna, this is a few weeks ago. The the the, the dude FaceTimed me in the locker room. Then when I went in the sauna, I, I do I step in the sauna in the beginning of my workout at the end. In the beginning, just kind of like zap myself, get the sweat going, get the blood flowing, only for a couple minutes, and then at the end, to like cool down, burn extra calories, whatever, chill. And when I got there in the beginning, like I lasted like thirty seconds in there, and this guy was just talking nonsense, and I had to bounce. He was just like he like he like yelled out loud and like trying to like kind of like get himself jacked up. And like one of the other guys in the sauna was like, Hey man, don't pass out. Just take it easy. Go out there. Oh. Go and get some air. If you're feeling, did it sound feeling like, lightheaded. Did it sound like that? Oh, yeah. yeah kind of. It was a weird like moan. He's like, no man, I'll be all right. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to do 20, 30 minutes of sauna a day, you know, to prepare for global warming. But like, he said it dead seriously. It was like, what the fuck? What the? Oh, I, I'm getting out of here. This guy's going fucking Super Saiyan over here. It's bullshit. <laughs> and then he's like, and the guy that was talking to him was like, yeah, you know, I actually preferred the sauna or the, the steam room. And this guy was all like, the steam room? Steam room's bad for you. Unless you have back acne or, or acne. He said acne with an, with an M. 
like pulling like a me with the, the strap metal. He's like, if you have back <laughs> acne or a regular acne, then maybe the steam room is good for you. <laughs> like I, when I heard that, I was like, all right, I can't sit here anymore. I'm going to end up laughing at this guy. All right. Dumb question. What's the difference between a steam room and a sauna? Steam room has actual steam and a sauna is just like, it's, it's dry heat. It's just coals. There's no steam. Is that the one where there's like a little tub of water and you have like a, a little sp- a scoop spoon and you you pour it over the coals to make steam come I out? Mean, was, the only time I've ever been in a steam room was I went to Equinox with Kwame when I was in the city and they had a steam room and I went in there. But it's always been a sauna. Like LA Fitness only has saunas. Yeah. I mean, you used to go to an LA Fitness and you ever go in the sauna or no? Yeah. All right. So, I mean, you know, what? there's like a big like fucking radiator with rocks on it it's just dry and steam there's some sort of you know steam so there's some sort of water involved that i don't know where because i remember that's that's been your thing for a while like hitting the sauna after a workout so i started doing that and then i just i couldn't take it it just smells like fucking steamed scrot in there it's just like sour scrotes and feet and it just grossed me out it's kind of an acquired taste, I guess, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah sour that, scrot? Yeah, yeah, you know, it, you uh, have to build up a tolerance for that sort of thing, I guess. <laughs> and then when I when I was in the sauna, um, at the end of my workout, I was headed to the sauna, and there was like this couple of L.A. fitness workers talking to this guy, and this guy was wigging out. I was like, no. Fuck that. You don't need to check me. You need to check that motherfucker. That motherfucker opened his mouth. He shouldn't be coming at me like that. This is a this is a gym. We're full of testosterone. You come at me like that, I should be fu- we should be fucking fighting. And I was like, oh shit. And I like go in the sauna and the guy he was talking about was still sitting in there. And and after like a few more minutes of this dude yelling, he goes out there and is like tries to say his piece to the to the uh, LA fitness guys. And he's like, Hey man, listen, we don't, I don't have any beef here with this guy. And the other guy's like, fuck that. We do have beef. (laughs) Um, But I guess the guy told the guy who was angry to like, be quiet, like settle down. Like, cause he was having like a loud conversation, I think with his friends in the sauna. And that one is, I think it's a gray area at best. At worst, the guy who, who told the guy to be quiet was, was wrong. Like, I hear your point where it's you go to the sauna for like a meditative experience or zen or to chill, but that's not like that's not a guarantee, right? It's like what I said in the between two flushes. It's not a library. Like, you don't you don't have to be quiet. That's true, but you were you were in there and you heard that guy flipping out from outside the door. So there is a good chance that guy is just like an an obnoxious loudmouth. Yeah. Very, yeah, that, that, that's true. That's why, that's kind of what I mean by the gray area. He could have been fucking super annoying to the point where it was yeah. like, there's talking to your homies and then there's this guy being a douchebag. But like, I don't know, like, I'll, I'll, after my morning basketball run, sometimes, you know, we'll all go into the sauna afterwards and we'll talk shit about basketball or whatever, what we're doing for the rest of the day. So, I'd have to be there to know the exact situation, but like I kind of side with the guy talking unless he was being like excessively loud and annoying. But yeah, unfortunately that's the highlight of my week outside of, I did go to the Yankees angels game. 
which was fucking awful. And I wanted to sounds Hope sounds terrible. Uh, then I when went you, and saw Oppenheimer, which we'll talk about. When you when you go into the sauna, are you butt naked or do you have like trousers on or something? Trousers, yeah, yeah. I wear slacks and suspenders. <laughs> yeah, I go in. No, when I go there, slacks and a turtleneck. <laughs> when I go in in the beginning, I'm I'm wearing like my full gym setup, so just gym shorts and a t shirt, and then on on. Um, the sauna before I leave, I, I take my shirt off. Yeah, I mean, I, that was another thing that kind of bummed me out why I stopped going in the sauna because, like, it always reeks. And then there's there's always, always some, like, old, fat, hairy guy all bulbous and shit with his fucking little prick hanging out. Like, just like this sh- pathetic, shriveled-up little dick just sitting on the wood. And it's like, meh. Can't put that away. Like, do you have to be sitting there doing oh, the huh? Sharon... Sharon Stone, like, I don't know, cross your legs or something, or put a fucking Dixie cup over that shit. I want to see that. Your shame. You're fucking... Noted. Kevin is not a locker room guy. Not really. People people are just too aggressive with their dicks. Like, I my dick, if you, if you watched me in a locker room at LA Fitness, you would see my dick. I would change, um, hop in the shower sometimes with my sandals, but like... Some people just use that as an excuse. I think they're just nudists. And it's do you like, walk to the uh, do you walk to the shower with your towel around your neck and your dick hanging up? No, that's my favorite. I mean, maybe that's the wrong way to put it, but it's just hilarious. <laughs> old guys walk into a locker room, <laughs> like with their towel over their shoulder, and they're just dick hanging out. Like, what do you have the towel? Like, why, exactly. why do you even mess with the towel at all? Yeah, you're just pumped that you're showing everybody your unimpressive meat. Well, there are certain cases where it's just like every now and then you you kind of ex- explain the situation, but I guess you just feel differently. But every now and then you'll see a 70 year old. Like, there's a guy who walks around. Actually, I think he wears boxers. There's a guy with, like, a fucking big pacemaker in his chest. Like, Oh, shit. He's like, any moment, right? And like, <laughs> that guy's probably just like, I don't really give a fuck. Everyone can see my dick. Who cares? Like, I'm, yeah. I could be dead tomorrow. Do I give a fuck about my, who cares about my penis? But then it's also sometimes, like, people are, like, stretching and stuff. It's like, you had your clothes on. You had shorts on, like. 30 seconds ago you couldn't have stretched and then got naked like i gotta see your i gotta see your fucking pressed fruit bowl so you don't mind the stretching in the sauna it's the stretching while naked yeah it's 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 almost like like they're they're it's it's their their kink like i'm gonna show everybody my anus today ha 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 yeah there's this guy who fucking he's always clothed when he does this but he's in the sauna like practicing his salsa dance moves and like his karate <laughs> kicks and they'll the, the, every now and then the sauna's fucking packed and this guy's over here like practicing karate kicks and shit and it's like dude are you fucking serious and is he nude he's not but still that's i guess that's an example of like sauna etiquette that that can get annoying yeah i mean clothed or non-clothed karate kicks in the sauna is just stupid but we're all like it's packed. We're all kind of like considering each other's space. And then, yeah, we're all giving this guy space so he can do his karate kicks. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? 
Yeah, I feel like gym locker rooms and saunas, it's just a clown show. I just, I don't know. I, I, you know what? I'll just, I'll, I'll be flabby. Fuck going to the gym. I hate it all. Yeah, I hear some good stuff on the sauna. Uh, the other day there was, I don't remember specifically, I can't speak to the specifics on this, but they were talking about conspiracy theories. And <laughs> one of the guys, one of the guys just talking about how his, his political affiliations have shifted. Like he used to be like super Democrat and now he's just, he's noticing the, the woke politics and, and some of the, like, they're pretty much just talking about the swamp. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. But he was a younger dude. So I don't know, but I like, I like good sauna conversation. It's fucking, what about know, if it's if, obviously hot and it's like, it passes the time to talk to someone. What if they're nude? Are are you bummed out if a naked guy is on his knees in front of them? <laughs> oh, keep presenting. Keep telling your story. I'm just gonna drop down here and suck your cock a little bit. <laughs> just fucking try. Um, <laughs> wait, what? A, I mean, I I'm talking naked guys in the sauna. Most of the guys that go in the sauna aren't naked. Oh, like, really? that would be uh, yeah, like. Because if you sit if you sit on the fucking wood, like your nutsack can get burned. That shit could hurt. Dude, I at the fucking LA Fitness in Hollywood, you would go in there and still see the sweat marks of a naked ass and then the little heart imprint of someone's fucking stinky <laughs> sack just sitting there. Yeah. For sure. I feel like your sack needs to be toughened up before you can do stuff like that. Yeah, there's like a, a little smooch of a poo stain and some ass hairs hanging out. <laughs> Someone shat on the goddamn sauna seat, or they just didn't wipe good enough. Oh man, skid marks. That's yeah, brutal. yeah, it's too much. I mean, if I had, you know, if I was rich and had my own sauna, that's another story. I would make sure it didn't stink like gummy bears and nut sacks, and like no one's ass asshole prints except for my own. Didn't your own boss or your old boss, didn't he have a sauna or, or was it just a cold plunge? No, he, he had the sauna and the cold plunge. Yeah, he had both. But, um, yeah. Pretty I sweet. Just, yeah, I, I don't know. That stuff just bums me out. I have no interest in group saunas with strangers. Too much penis. Like, I know a bunch of people at my gym. Like, every time I go there, I'll see, like, five or six people that, like, I mean, I've been going to the same gym for 10 years, so, like, I kind of know people, and I'll get into random conversations, and it, like, extends my whole gym process and workout, but, like, I don't know. I just love the gym. I like, I like seeing familiar faces, all that. It's cool. Have you ever... you don't get that vibe. Have you... No, I don't like talking to people I don't know. You know, honestly, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really like talking to people that I do know. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird to me that you don't you don't know a single one of your neighbors' names, right? I think I know the guy's name that lives next door to me. Would you just see his mail by accident? No, he's got a very simple name. I think his name's Joe, and I was like, all right, that'll probably be pretty easy to remember. But who knows? It could be Jim. I could have <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm so bad. I am so bad at small talk that I make everybody in my. Um, radius 
also bad at small talk. Like when I go and get so like lower the bar for everyone. Yeah, it's like when I when I go to a barber to get my hair cut, every other play, everybody else in there is just striking up all these conversations, and me and my barber are just sitting there in dead silence. And I've been to many different barbers, and it is the same thing every single time. Uber drivers. That's weird. Like, that's, call- like, that's like your social awkwardness or anxiety be, being contagious. Yeah. I, um, Carl and I, when we were leaving Comic-Con the other day, called an Uber to go back to my aunt's house. And when the guy, when someone finally accepted and I looked at their, their little bio, it had their name, you know, their picture, their average rating. And then it said, High remarks for being great at conversation. And I was like, oh, fuck. Here we go. I do not want to talk to this motherfucker. She's like, don't you talk for a living? I was like, yeah, but, you know, I'm not getting paid to talk to, to this Uber driver. Right. Hmm. Oh, bye, Shuddy. Yeah. Shuddy went off the grid. Hopefully he's sitting up to the, 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 the toys behind him. No, he uh, was planning to... Do like a new display case or add things to his his current display case. But um, yeah. So did Carl make small talk with the Uber driver since you were such a bitch about it? Um, I mean, he actually did turn out to be a pretty cool guy, but I I really just I prefer not to. Small talk is just I don't know. It's fucking torture for me. I never know what to say to people. I'm terrible. If somebody else is good at small talk, I can I can hang. But they have to do all the heavy lifting. I'm just fucking awful at it. It's kind of like the same same reason why, you know, whenever we would used to have guests on the show, it was fucking terrible because I don't know what to ask anybody. Like, even all these You're people... you a bad interviewer? Yeah. All these people whose work that I respect and people that I'm huge fans of came and gone through the show and they sit down and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than I think you're cool. <laughs> I'm you so seen bad. Movies recently. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I can do. If you, if you want to talk to me about movies, I can probably, I can keep that going for a while. But like my, you know, my uh, cousin, I mean... my cousin had some friends over for dinner. Um, the, I guess it was last night. Yeah, we had dinner at my with my aunt and uncle and my cousin and a couple of her friends and then hit the road back up to L.A. But the whole time I was like, I don't know what to say to these people. I just um, Well, you're going to like dinner or you, you hang out with Carl and her girlfriends every now and then. Like that doesn't help you with your small talk thing or no. Is it, do you not, I guess you might not consider it small talk if you're going to like dinner or a thing with. Kind of. And they pretty much just do all the talking. Nobody, nobody really gives a shit what I have to say anyway. Fair enough. So, oh, baby. Um, what's up? <laughs> I guess uh, Twitter was taking its logo off the building, but Elon Musk didn't get a a permit for the equipment, so the San Francisco Police Department shut it down. It's like, what? I can't just bring in a crane? <laughs> Start operating on a building? Like, no, you fucking idiot. You gotta file paperwork. 
Why does it always seem like every day is Elon Musk's first day as a human? Yeah, it's one of those things where, I mean, he just can't be that dumb. He's not. So he just is an inconsiderate fuckwad. I think that's, that's what it is. He's just just a piece of shit. He's shitty, shitty human. I mean, at this point, I, is it is it just abundantly clear that he is just... He got forced into buying Twitter due to market manipulation. So I think he was pretty much just talking shit about buying Twitter so he could be, I don't know, an edgelord or whatever the fuck he's trying to do. Gets forced into buying it, makes one of the worst deals in the history of business, and then just institutes the most bonehead, stupid, obviously bad decisions across the board endlessly. Is he? Is it clearly like this? Just a tax move, kind of like when streamers take a movie off that had been on. Like Disney Plus is just like wiping content off. HBO is just wiping content off, and then they chalk it up as a tax loss. Do you think Elon realizes how bad buying Twitter fucked him? So he's just like, I'm just gonna pile drive this thing into a fucking landfill and try and cut my losses by getting a tax break. Like, like burn down a house for the insurance almost? Pretty much, yeah. Or is I he mean, just burning it down for the sake of burning it down? I mean, did he spend $50 billion on it? Something like that. I mean, he's close to that rich to where he could do that, but that's a big number. He also tried to get out of the deal, if you remember. Right. Yeah, he was just talking shit. Yeah, he didn't he- really want Twitter. He was just talking shit, running his mouth. But they're like, dude, doing it publicly like this is fucking market manipulation, and now you're locked in and you have to buy it. Yeah. I don't know. Huge cheese dick. That guy just keeps fucking making blunder or bonehead mistake after bonehead mistake, and I'm here for it. I can I can watch it all the time. It is It is kind of funny watching a grown man punch himself in the dick over and over. And be like, look how cool I am. Ow! All right. And I like Twitter. I don't know. I don't... Bums me out. I mean... Despite the motherfuckers banning me. <laughs> yeah. Well, Twitter is not known for its free speech, so... Can't expect that. But I don't know. <laughs> I like... It's not me trying to, like, punk Elon Musk or anything like that, I do legitimately like threads. I don't know. It's it's like it's a little bit more simple. The it's way less fucking annoying. Like everything on Twitter is just so goddamn heated. Everybody's just bitching and moaning and politics and hey, I'm poning you. Well no, I'm poning you. And threads is kind of just like, hey, look at this cool shit. And it's just so much more enjoyable. But you need another app for it, right? Or you got to download another app for it? Yeah, Threads. Which is funny because you famously didn't want to download the Facebook messaging app because it was another app and you just thought it should have lived in the first one. It's a different experience. It's not. It's not apples to apples. I'm just. I'm just saying. You were the Kevin's beef is much- that is that it, at one time it did live in the same app and yeah. then when they split it, it was. So because Threads is a whole new thing, I think that's probably why Kevin has no problem with it. Yeah. 
also this connects to his previous point about being terrible at small talk. That's pretty much what Facebook message is. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that would be like if, if out of nowhere, Elon Musk's next genius ta-da move was, oh, if, now if you want to send DMs on Twitter, download XDM. Messages. Like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> How about triple X messages? What's up? That I'm kind of into. Not going to lie. Yeah. So I see uh, advertisements for that kind of stuff all the time on Pornhub. It was a big single single moms in your neighborhood. Just click here. <laughs> How many times did you Sorry. click here, Jeff, for single moms? Almost every time. And it just goes to like some random website with a whole bunch of more pop ups. Oh yeah, single moms, you say. Oh, oh okay. Are they hot? Love moms. <laughs> Hopefully the kids moved out. So it was a big weekend for the cinema. Did you gentlemen partake? I did, but I only saw one of the two films. Oh, shit. I saw the only film that I plan on seeing. And I hope Shuddy picked the same exact film. I uh, I went and saw... I know, that um, smile is suspect. Oh, yeah, very suspect. I went and saw... Oppenheimer, the night it came out, I think. Well, Thursday. I think our homie Ginger got like a, he had to go to like an advanced screening, I think. So, whatever. I got, I got one uh, the Thursday night. And it was pretty fucking sick. I enjoyed it. It's three hours long and it really didn't feel that long. Um, I've, despite it being like, you know, obviously based a lot around science or, um, scientists. It still had like suspense. It was still thrilling. It was, you know, well acted. Everyone did a good job in there. I don't feel like I ever see is it Killian or Cillian Murphy? It's Killian, right? Killian, yeah. Killian Murphy. I don't I only see him in like the fucking Nolan Batman movies. I never see Peaky Blinders and I don't know what else he's been in outside of those. Man, Carl is twenty eight days later. Twenty eight he's always Jim from twenty eight days later for me. Like, even at this point, it's like, oh, cool. 28 Days Later is playing uh, Oppenheimer. Cool. But Carl, yeah, I saw Carl has once. watched. It was fucking good. Oh, yeah. 28 Days Later is fucking excellent. And I even like the, yeah. the sequel. But Carl is uh, a big Peaky Blinders fan. And she's got, she's got a crush on Killian Murphy as well. But she swears by it. She says that show is fucking awesome. It is fucking rad. Gavin, you've never given it a chance? Can I catch up with Crazy Carl? Well, I was at Crazy Carl's one weekend, and she had an episode on when I showed up. And she just, you know, finished it. And it was pretty Why cool. Why like, have we started calling violence. her Crazy Carl? Billy Madison. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Carl, so good to see you. Carl, good to see you. <laughs> but that, that's as that's as much exposure to Peaky Blinders as I've seen. But there, that episode did feature this like gigantic brawl in a restaurant of people fucking getting stabbed and fucked up. And I was like, oh, I mean, I like gangster violence. This is cool. Kind of sweet, huh? Yeah. Um, I so saw you got to I, the theater. I saw Oppenheimer yesterday. And um, did you go with Carl? Yeah, yeah. So we went in San Diego. We left Comic Con early to go see it because I was. L.A., we, we talked about this last week. L.A., 
Oppenheimer tickets have been very, very difficult to come by. No matter what theater you check, no matter what showtime, fucking packed house. Every seat taken, and if there was a seat available, it was like the neckbreaker ones directly in the front where you have to fucking like cock your head up to see it, which I'm not doing that for three hours. Can't do it. So we found an AMC in San Diego that had like an afternoon show on Sunday that had like good seats left. So I just I just snagged them for us. It cut into our Comic-Con time, but I don't know. Who fucking cares? It was I couldn't show up today and not see Oppenheimer, not talk about Oppenheimer. Like It's a new Christopher Nolan movie. Got to see it. Yeah. It's required. So these motherfuckers didn't have the air conditioning on. So three oh, hours hey. of deathly hotness. And, like, you sit in a dark room in the boiling hot. It is, like, rocking you to sleep. So in the final hour, I did not fall asleep. But I did a couple. <sighs> a couple of those. But I stayed with it. I stayed with it. Um, I thought I liked it. I thought I didn't know much about the story. Well, I mean, I I did, obviously. Spoiler alert, Japan loses. Um, but I thought there was a twist at the end. I'm not gonna i I'm not gonna spoil that, right? Like on who the bad guy was. Did you feel like that was a twist or no? Or did you kind of see it coming the whole time? Um, no, I I didn't. And I guess you if you were what? <laughs> which what? were you saying no to? I I didn't no, you see, didn't the see the twist. Okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't see I didn't see that coming, but I also didn't fully understand it. I will admit that during the whole science and theory shit, I was like I don't fully understand this, but I still understand it. I get it. I get what's happening here. Um all the scientific discussions, I feel like they did a pretty good job of keeping layman's like myself who don't have fucking degrees in nuclear physics or whatever feeling like I'm, I'm keeping my head above water in the conversation. You know what they did, which was smart is every time they went to the chalkboard, they didn't really explain what they were doing on the chalkboard. Cause I think he just knew like, all right, if they start explaining this, everyone's going to get lost in the sauce and just like, yeah, it's going to go over everyone's head. And plus it probably would have been like another, like, couple weeks to like add to the script writing process like oh now i have to learn them like yeah. no one's gonna learn fucking quantum physics <laughs> to be able to write yeah. about it but like the I, I, the one of the the things that they tell people who are screenwriters is don't do a lot of flashbacks like it interrupts the flow of things it's it's much easier for an audience to digest a movie by keeping things linear and if you are going to do a flashback, make sure it's fucking worth it because it's it's a lot to keep track of. And Nolan is a masterful filmmaker. Like, I, I feel like, you know, people like to throw the word genius around a lot. Like, Kanye West is always patting himself on the back talking about how much of a genius he is. And, like, he made it to the top of the music industry. He made a fucking fortune from it. So clearly he's good at making music. I don't like it, but he found enough people that did where it made him filthy rich. But I guarantee you, you put Kanye West in front of the, one of those fucking blackboards, he doesn't know what the hell's going on either. So he's not a genius. He is just good at selling music to people. I do believe Christopher Nolan is a genius. I bet you that guy is infinitely smarter than most people. 
Um, but he might be almost too smart for his own good because all of this leaping back and forth and all the character names you had to keep track of, especially towards the end, I was just sitting there like, ooh, I feel pretty dumb. I don't know who... Like, they're just referencing a guy. I don't know who that is. There was a big turn, and it was presented in a manner like, ooh, big surprise. And I was like, yeah, it seems like a big surprise, but I don't think I get it. <laughs> see, I, I kept up the whole time. I knew what was going on. Shuddy, you haven't chimed in yet. You didn't see this one, huh? This is, the not other the one. One. this is not the one I went to see this weekend. It was hard to find three and a half hours to see this. That's going to be the challenge with my work schedule. And I'm not about to clock into a three and a half hour movie going experience at nine after 9 p.m. Yeah, that's what I did. I had to get a fucking coffee at dinner, I think, to keep it running. But I, I stuck with it the whole time. I, I was interested, obviously. Obviously, I love Nolan and... um I didn't see Tenant, but people said Tenant was just fucking confusing as hell, and you didn't really know what was going on. It was. I kind of got that vibe from just reading about it or hearing about it from friends, but this one I didn't find to be confusing. Um, but I what? I see your point, too, Kevin. What's up, Shuddy? Is there really, like, a 15-minute sex scene? No. No. There is a sex scene, but it's not that long. Okay. I wouldn't even say it's gratuitously long. I mean, you do see some boobies, which, always cool. Never bummed out at boobies. Well, that kind of gets into one of the things uh, that I liked, is, like, the story did move along, even though it was three hours. Like, they didn't stay bogged down in one scenario, one scene. And Yeah, there was flashbacks that were bouncing back and forth in between like timelines, like the whole, the foundation of the story, Shuddy, is is uh, Oppenheimer applying for an extension on his, his Q clearance, um, which is a security clearance dealing with atomic weapons, uh, nuclear weapons. Actually, kind of a crazy story. Um, I told this in college. And my friends didn't believe me. And you guys might not believe me either. It's um, Well, you're a lot whatever. of things, Jeff got, Clark, but I would not ever call you a liar. Well, maybe my father or grandfather is a liar. That's how this oh, okay, story okay. would play out. Gotcha. But yeah, my friends clown on me for years about it. But anyways, <laughs> my, my late grandfather had a Q clearance. And... He he was a, a nuclear weapons tech. Like, the science wasn't his, but he could put together nuclear weapons. Like, he did put together nuclear weapons for the for the, uh, the Navy. He was a, a, a Navy shit. officer. And there was a time... Now, John Oliver actually verified this, but the American military has, like, a, a, and the American government has a history of recklessness with their nuclear weapons. So the segment that John Oliver did years ago, since I, like, obviously, well after I graduated college and had I been in college at the time, I could have been like, oh, see, see, it fucking did happen. But he talked about how there have been times where the United States military has lost nuclear weapons or 
accidentally arm them or like shit like that. And while my when my when my grandfather was stationed in Hawaii, the Navy ship that he was on um, set off the trigger of a nuclear weapon, and like, so like, was gra- like was Grandpa started- Grandpa Clark was like trying to spit game to some like female commander, be like, oh, so uh, what's inside those pantaloons of yours? And leans up on a control thing, ank ank ank, oh. Oh, abort, I abort. No, nah, like, I think someone else did, and they had to call my grandfather to, to fucking take apart this nuclear weapon, like, with the clock running down. So and your then, grandpa was a fucking nuke MacGyver? Yeah, yeah. So That's the he's trying to sell us. Yeah, yeah, that's the, lots of bullshit my, my father and my grandfather tried to sell. You know um, what? Much like grand- Agent, Agent Mulder, I want to believe. My my grandfather told my dad this story when he was growing up. My father didn't fucking believe him. He was like, no way, you're full of shit. Um, anyway, so they, they called, I'll get back to that, but they called my grandfather in the middle of the night like, uh, we got a problem. We're about to blow up a quarter of Hawaii. <laughs> like, you need to come fucking take apart this nuclear weapon. And then, yeah, like under a shot clock, my grandfather pretty much saved, like, a good part of Hawaii. Like we, we almost blew up Hawaii. Right. All right. Um, I did it. Fa- Problem solved. I want some spam masubi and some pussy right now. <laughs> Dude, we should, there should be like, now we should be named after my, my grandfather. It should, <laughs> it should be Clark Island or some shit. And <laughs> my, my grandfather told my father that when he was like a kid, like, I don't know when he was like a teenager. And my, my father didn't believe him. Right. Like, thought he was full of shit or whatever. And then when my father went in the Navy, he also did uh, nuclear weapons tech because that's what his father did. He knew that his father worked in the nuclear weapons program. So when, like, after a few months after, like, uh, basic training or whatever, and he got into the program, he said that, like, a fucking high-ranking Navy officer, like, came up to him one day, like, took his hat off and, like, shook his hand and was like, Holy, you're William, you're William Clark the the third, right? Your father's William Clark. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, son, you understand? Your father is a is a na- national hero, right? And he's like, what? And he's like, you know, the, he never told you the Hawaii story. And like, my father was like, my fucking jaw dropped. He's like, oh shit. He's like, that was real. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, your your father effectively saved like part of Hawaii. Holy but, uh, shit. Yeah. And he he had a Q clearance. So, like, when they brought that up, like, I, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I knew immediately what that was. And that's, like, the highest level of clearance that a non-military uh, school graduate can get. Yeah. Right? Like, you have to be, to get higher than that, you have to be either General Matt Damon or a fucking admiral in the, in the Navy sense, right? Like, Gen- I forget his name, General Clo- whatever, General Matt Damon is the one who could issue that type of thing, right? He was like, hey, I'll give you the, cl- the Q clearance because, like, he's he is above that. So, I don't know, it's a crazy story. Um, I believe my grandfather. I mean, he's just like, he's like a mechanical genius with that kind of shit, right? Like, you could give him metal and he would build you a fucking car. Or, like, his like, his high school prank 
um, in the middle of the night, him and his buddy took apart a tractor and put it to back together in the middle of the night on top of the school roof. So, like, when everyone showed up to school the next day, there's a fucking tractor sitting there. <laughs> Holy so, like, shit. He could, do shit. he could do shit like that. He's wow. just, like, a genius with, like, building things. Obviously, the apple fell way far from the tree on that one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, that's kind of my Oppenheimer nuke story. Wow. Grandfather had one of those clearances. Could have could have helped Oppenheimer out, maybe. <laughs> Actually, I think... Yeah. I think I think he died in the 60s, right? That was like, I read a little bit about it after I watched the movie. That was like the moment of his life that kind of like, I don't know, like kind of killed his spirit. It's like the guy fucking, he made the nuclear weapon that won. I mean, we were going to win World War II anyways, but put an end to World War II. I mean, yeah, he died. He should have been regarded 60- as a fucking national hero. Yeah, he died 67. In 1967, he was 62, so didn't live out a full. Like, let's see, let's see. How did he fucking die? Uh, Cancer would be my guess. Yeah, from radiation. God, his fucking death tab on Wikipedia is so goddamn long. Uh. Okay. Oh, he was a chain smoker. Yeah, so he died of throat can. He got throat cancer. Uh, fell into a coma and died at his home. Yeah, smoking got him. Uh, he was smoking yeah. a lot in that movie. But yeah, uh, back to the the review. That is basically the storytelling point of the whole movie. Like it's him at a hearing trying to get his his clearance, and it just keeps jumping back and forth. And then it'll go from color to black and white, and it jumped around a lot. And after they actually just do the bomb testing, it is pretty much the rest of the story is just told through back and forth at different hearings and stuff. And it was, it got a little hard. It, it might have just been the third hour of the movie, and I'm just in this sweltering hot theater fighting to stay awake, and there's just all these names going back and forth. I'm like, oh man, I forget who that guy was, and I forget what his whole thing was. And, Rami Malik shows up. I'm like, wait, who the fuck was Rami Malik in this again? It was like, there's a lot of people that have like big name people with very small roles in this movie. It was a pretty like packed Rami cast. Uh, Malik and like, I forgot Casey Affleck was in it or going to be in it. And then you see him for like a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. And Josh Peck is in it who, you know, used to be on the, the Ellis show a lot. And he, he was basically just the guy who pushes the button during the test, but he, he they they put him in there and he he actually did you know he didn't have a huge role but he he kicked ass for what he did, um, and I, I don't like I, I I remember early reviews of people saying they left the theater just completely shook, and it's one of those movies that just sticks with you for so long, and I did not have that. No, me neither. Like it doesn't, it doesn't really get into the horror of the nuclear weapon or the destruction of the nuclear weapon. Yeah, I mean they they touch on it to an extent, but I, yeah, they just show uh, Killian no, Murphy no... wincing at slides when they show you know of course a whole bunch of people instantly got vaporized when the bomb dropped, but then the radiation killed a lot of people, some quickly, some slowly, and some people 
just got like mutated into blobs and deformed horrifically. Yeah. And they didn't show any of that. And like, I get the decision That's not to. Been shake, uh, you could have been shaken, I thought. Yeah, see like the actual fucking effects that that had on people and just innocent civilians just morphed into horrific blobs and dying just excruciatingly painful deaths. I feel like that would have been a lot more effective than just seeing people getting shown slides of it and wincing in horror like, oh, God. Like, let the audience like feel that. Like their soul and like their body silhouette, like stained to the fucking whatever's left of the building that didn't blow up, shit like that. Yeah. Like I, I, uh, in seventh grade, my history teacher, I always did really well in history. Like I've aced every history course I ever took in school. I don't know why. I just, I just, I just enjoy history. I like yeah. learning about it. Anyways, my seventh grade history teacher, read i forget what book it was from but it was pretty much the japanese perspective of the atomic bomb and and just like reading like it was it was like a novel so it wasn't like uh whatever a biography or like a history book it was it was it was written in a novel but he just read like some of the stuff they are talking about some you know just like the horror of the nuclear bomb and it like will always stick with me Right. Like it'll always stick with me just like how terrible that was. Like, I don't know. And so, yeah, to your point, it's like, it didn't, like, I thought it was pretty light with the damage and destruction of the nuclear weapon. Incredibly light. Yeah. That was for a three hour movie to not even have the time to include that. It was a strange move, but I will say incredibly well acted. I am predicting a Best Actor nomination for Killian Murphy. Um, I'd say at this point in time, he's got, good odds, he's got good odds of, of, of winning it. Ooh, I can pull that up, though. They have Academy Award odds right now. I draft Kings. I'll pull that up. I mean, uh, he, it's just for Best Picture. He was fucking incredible. A great performance. Um, but I don't know. I... I while I did really, really like it, it wasn't the home run I was expecting or hoping for. I did like it a lot. I'll suck four Oppenheimer dicks. But I was kind of going in being like, here we go, another five dicker. I, feel I like agree with you. If they trimmed the fat a little bit, made it a little bit shorter, um, and I don't know, used the storytelling perhaps you know, taking the low hanging fruit and showing some of those images of how fucked up people got from it. That, that could have boosted the score a little bit, but I, I was more disturbed by the Chernobyl miniseries on HBO max than I was by Oppenheimer and those early misleading reviews of like, Oh, people are walking out of the theater horrified and disturbed. Yeah. Did not happen. How many, how many dicks are you sucking? Jeff? I'm, I'm pretty much right there with you. I don't have, I'm not going to make the point of chopping the fat. Um, I didn't think the movie's too long, even though I don't like movies really past two hours. I agree with you on, on four dicks. And I agree with you that I went into it expecting a five dicker. It's, that's kind of how I felt about interstellar when I walked out of it. Like interstellar was, it was a very, very good movie, but reading about it and going into it and even, like, I don't think at that point Christopher Nolan put out an, even a dud. 
that I consider tenant at this point a dud because I because I just never saw it and have no interest in it, and I didn't hear great reviews about it. But at that point, like I expected Interstellar to be one of the greatest movies ever made. And it wasn't. It was good, but it, it wasn't that good. And that kind of same type of thing for uh, this movie. I, I give it four stars or four dicks. And I tweeted out something that I wasn't even joking about. I think No Hard Feelings is the best movie of the year. <laughs> I do. I think that's the best movie I saw this year so far. I mean, I'm, I'm very interested in the the Leo movie, you know, and Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. But Dune Part 2, that's also here on the uh, awards best picture uh, odds. Um, I will say, though, I saw... favorite, plus 150. I saw Interstellar in the theater, and I remember liking it, but being exhausted and confused by it. The second time I saw it, which I think might have been like New Year's of this year or last year with Carl... My first and only rewatch of it, I was like, I was like, oh, five dicker. I fucking loved it on the second viewing. And it had been a very long time since seeing it in the theater. But, uh, because I kind of wanted to. Make an interesting point. Maybe I should rewatch it. It was kind of like when the, when the, you know, the PS5 came out and it's like, oh shit, I have the capabilities of, of 4K Blu rays now. And I was looking like, what's some of the coolest shit you can see in 4K? And Interstellar was the top of every list, so I got it. Just because I wanted, I, I was like, "All right, that makes sense. It is a very visually impressive movie," and I fucking loved it. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Four dicks for for Oppenheimer. Shuddy, you didn't see Oppenheimer. What did you end up seeing? I went, and I'm sure you can hit the button. I mean, if I could find it. I see him rummaging around. Oh, wait. Maybe I, I moved it off of the main page, and it's on the Shuddy page now. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. Yes, I. we went and saw Barbie. Who's we? Who's we? It ended up being a whole gang of the kids. They put it in uh, my mouth. <laughs> That's not necessary. <laughs> Come on, we're talking about us kids. Don't do that, Kevin. Uh, and you went and saw it also, Kevin. I did. Yeah. It made twice as much as Oppenheimer yeah, over the weekend. The red, the red states are just carrying Barbie <laughs> across the finish line. <laughs> that blows my mind. Uh Oh, I'm talking mad shit in the Outkick Slack channel about it. You fucking pussies. Uh, Yeah, we went to a packed screening Friday night uh, at the AMC. I I buckled in for what I thought was going to be a terrible experience because the person directly to the left of me was a four-year-old. Followed by his five-year with his five-year-old sister next to him, and then his early twenty-something parents on the other side of them. Yikes! Uh, so I buck. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be rough." But the kids were exceptionally well behaved, and the parents 
the the little boy fell asleep and the parents like checked out and took left the theater with them 15 minutes before the movie ended so they were surprisingly responsible that's nice that's a nice surprise some teenagers got thrown out of the theater before the movie even started for trying to sneak into a sold out show and being in somebody else's assigned seats uh yeah, I went and saw it because, you know, we were trying to do the math with, like, my birthday weekend, Comic-Con weekend, back and forth trip to San Diego. And the only way the math worked was to see see Barbie first in L.A. And I left the theater and immediately drove to San Diego and then do Oppenheimer on Sunday in the afternoon. So I went to, like, a, a late afternoon showing at an eye pick and I beat Carl to the theater. So she got stuck in traffic. So I pick up, pick up the tickets and the lady behind the counter is like, I'm showing up in a fugitive, a black fugitive shirt. So I'm in like a death metal shirt. All these people are walking in and head to toe pink. And she looks at me and she's like Oppenheimer. And I was like, Barbie. <laughs> okay. Didn't see that coming, but okay. So I'm sitting there in the lobby waiting for Carl to show up and it is just a sea of like mothers and their daughters all in pink. Everybody's in fucking pink. Get into the theater. Same thing that would happen to me three days later in Oppenheimer. No air conditioning in the theater. Boiling fucking hot. What the fuck? I could not believe it. I actually got up and walked out of the theater to go complain and on my way out, some chick was like, because like, it was at an iPick, and they have the, the big reclining seats, and they, they hand out blankets, too, if you want them. So she was just assed out in the first 15 minutes, sleeping. And they're like, oh, yeah, air conditioning's broke. Sorry. I was like, motherfucker. But a um, lot of children in the theater. It was me and Car- Carl was on the left of me, and to the right of me was some little girl and her mom. I, f- I feel like 20 minutes in, this little girl realized that this was going to be a tough movie to get through because her ADD was kicking in, and she's just, like, fidgeting and squirming and rolling around and not even really paying attention to the movie. It was, it was not the movie I was expecting. Uh, it went at Mattel's throat with a fucking vengeance. Uh, that was surprising to me that Mattel signed off on all of that. They scorched Barbie's legacy. It was, it was impressive. I did not see that coming. And I'll give them props for it, too. Like, making a Barbie movie to just shit on Barbie's legacy and the toy company that put it out was like, hmm, ballsy fucking move. I tip my hat to you. Can you, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Like, how did, how did they shit on their legacy? Well, there are some mean girls that say basically what every bad spew, every bad thing that's ever been said about Barbie, about setting unrealistic ideals and all of that other stuff. Yeah, like the movie. And how evil Mattel is as a corporation was a large part of the jokes. Yeah. And they even crack jokes about the IRS fraud that the creator of Barbie got into 
Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Mattel got fucking kinda... spit roasted in that movie, and it, it started out very innocent. Like it's like a, it's almost like a Lizzo music video. Like Barbie wakes up and everybody's just going about their day. Everything's perfect. Um, and then out of nowhere, Barbie's just like, "Hmm, you guys ever think about how one day we're all gonna die?" And it's just like a needle screech, and everybody's like. What? What? And then she's like, oh, I mean, I'm dying to go to the beach. And then everybody's like, yay! But, like, Barbie has a fucking existential crisis. She starts thinking about death. Um, she goes into the real world because they're like, well, some little girl who's playing with you right now is really fucking up your headspace. So you got to get out there and figure out what she's doing. And Barbie just thinks that in the real world, the toy of Barbie empowered a bunch of young girls and now... There's like equal pay and and women have full rights and everything's awesome. And then she just finds out that the world is run by men. Mattel is run by men. Women make pennies of the dollar compared to the same jobs that men are doing. So they tackle a lot of those issues, which is got like all those blowhard middle-aged men on the internet all pissed off, like stamping their feet because they didn't like the Barbie movie, which is probably the funniest thing to come out of this fuck of this whole fucking thing. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, I knew going into it that we were not going, like, you and I were not going to be the demographic that this movie was going for, and I didn't feel real out of place until, uh, America Ferrara, right, that's her name? Close enough. America Ferrara started going on that double standard monologue about women then i was like "Ooh, that's i'm really this is definitely not geared towards me (laughs) yeah i will say though i i i was not the type of person going in like oh my girlfriend's dragging me or like i hear it's woke so i'm gonna go and yell about it on youtube i was like i don't know this looks like it could be cute and charming (laughs) i don't give a flying fuck i'm in let's see what's up it was kind of funny it had some really fucking good jokes I had a lot of fun with it. It was silly as fuck for the most part. And it, I, I, I really, it was a fun time. It was a really fun time. I even made a joke. I'm pretty sure I did it on the show that I would be very disappointed if somebody doesn't get pantsed and they just show like a genitalless crotch. But they, they didn't do that, but they kind of went almost harder with it. Like there's a they scene. They really did. Where in the that real world, calling scene. yeah, all these construction workers are like, ooh, do fries come with that shake? And like, hey, is there a mirror in your pocket? Because I could see myself in your pants. And Barbie's like, well, I got some bad news for you. I don't even have a vagina. And Ken over here, he doesn't have a penis. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and, then, and then he tries to like make Spoilers. up for it by like, well, you know, I do have a, a, a pretty nice fleshy blob in my pants. Like, it went pretty hard for... A, I mean, it was PG-13, so I guess they, they were like, well, for PG-13, we might as well fucking use it. Like, there's a bleeped motherfucker in it, too. I was like, this Barbie movie's kind of going hard. But, like, all I could think about once it really got into the thick of it was all these little girls in this theater have no fucking clue what's going on right now. 
like the 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 little girl and the mom next to me, the mom had to keep leaning over and explaining things. She's like, "Mom, what's patriarchy?" Like it. Okay. The the one I thing. Said that like ten times. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely the the word of the movie. But the one thing that I could I could. It's Barbie's family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the one thing that I could relate it to was when I was a little boy. And I went to the theater to see the live-action Super Mario Brothers movie, and then walked out and was like, "What? What just happened? What did I just witness? That was that didn't seem like Super Mario Brothers. I'm very lost. I think the only difference is the adults leaving the Super Mario Brothers movie were thinking the same exact thing as the kids, while as the adults leaving the Barbie movie were like, "Yeah, that ruled." And again, I. It's the same thing with Oppenheimer. I I feel like I liked it. It wasn't as good as I had hoped or wanted, but I was like a 3.75 dicker. I enjoyed it. I'll give it four. I had a lot of fun. I mean, you are a Barbie girl, Shuddy. In a Barbie world. (laughs) Well, I guess... I'm the only one that did the full the full Oppenheimer, uh, Barbenheimer. Did you see who did though? You are Quentin Tarantino. He like was photographed he, walking from one theater to another one to do. He actually did the true Barbenheimer. We saw them both in one day. And I know there's like uh, a lot of people that are all like rabble, 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 shaking their fists, all pissed off at the Barbie movie. But it did, what, like the biggest numbers of the year so far? Like that. So far, it has done, over the weekend, it did $162 million. And that's just domestic. I think it did close to $400 million worldwide. Let's see. It didn't be Mission Impossible, though, right? I think it did. Oh. An Oppen- worldwide, it did $356 million. And Oppenheimer didn't do that's- as well, but it still cleaned up. I think Barbie... I think had a price tag of 145 million. Oppenheimer was 100 million. They both opening weekend just made a fucking like obviously made the budget back and then just hand over fist tons of money. Like big boom for the box office. You pair that up with Mission Impossible last weekend. Nice nice shot in the arm for the for the film industry. Now all these motherfuckers need to do is start paying people better and end the strikes. First weekend, Barbie is only 15 million shy of worldwide gross of Mission Impossible to date. To date. So two weeks of Mission Impossible and one week in a Barbie. Yeah. God two damn. weeks of Mission Impossible, 370 million, one weekend of Barbie, 356. Whew. Damn. Look at that. Movies are fucking back. I think um, next weekend is that it's probably like a, a huge swing and a miss for you two, but I think there's a new A24 horror movie coming out that's getting good reviews. Well, what's it called? This movie's going to suck. I don't know. Like, so, so I haven't seen a trailer for it. I've only heard the buzz, and I think 
because Carl really likes horror movies, so we're going to go see it next weekend. I might just go in blind. Just not see a trailer. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up to see, see the actual name of the movie. I'm looking yeah, it up right now. you're going real fucking blind. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. There we go. Yeah, I've seen the trailer for it. It looks fucking stupid. Oh, here we go. <laughs> nice. Shuddy's pissed. Crisp runtime, hour and 35 minutes. Fucking love that. R-rated horror. Into that, too. I've never seen this. And then the weekend after that, Shuddy Boy. Ninja Turtles. Yes. Are you pumped for that? I am. And our AMC still doesn't have the Ninja Turtles icy flavor. However, it's still advertising it. I think they might have had it at the theater we went to in San Diego, but I was not ready to enjoy my Ninja Turtles Icy during Oppenheimer. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just wait for the Ninja Turtle movie and get it then. Was it like an, like an, uh, like an Ecto Cooler flavor? Dude, it's, it's uh, Sour Apple, which huh. I kind of enjoy as a candy, and I don't think I've ever had a... a Sour apple icy, but it sounds delightful. Jeff, do you have any interest in this Ninja Turtles movie? No, probably not. No, I actually was just making fun of one of the guys that I write with now. Kick, he lives down there in the south, and uh, I was making fun of how how uh, you know the south is so non woke, and yet they all fucking went out and supported the Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> So do you think? Him shit. Do you think it's like the that whole scene in Private Parts, where Paul Giamatti's like, "What are Stern's numbers? What are his fucking numbers?" And like, well, the average Stern fan listens for two hours a day. Most common answer: I want to see what he'll say next. All right, and what about the fucking Stern haters? Uh, your average Stern hater listens for three hours a day. Most common answer: I want to see what he'll say next. <laughs> so do you think it was just like the buzz of Barbie being woke? It was like, oh, I got to get a ticket and see how woke that is. That's exactly what it is. I, I mean, there's definitely some of that involved, but I just that not. Nah, I think they secretly like Barbie. Those fucking pussies. <laughs> or is it anyway. just simply that this microcosm of social media outrage is contained exactly there and doesn't exactly spill into real life all that often. That's actually a very, very good point. Yeah. Like I think the extremes on social media aren't, aren't consistent with society and how they feel about certain topics. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. It's probably a mixture of all of it really. Um, But I just, so I was making fun of him and, him, uh, and he, he said he's going to go see Barbie with his fiance. And I was like, oh, I was too busy playing with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He didn't even ask me about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. But now that you're flipping it back on I me, mean, I'm probably not. It's a cartoon, right? It's not live action. Yeah, it's animated. Correct. Uh, I don't know. Just not that interested in, in a kind of fucking cartoon movie. <laughs> what a chode. Like, isn't Spider-Verse a, a cartoon movie? Everyone says that one's good. Yeah. But... It's not going to, I don't know. I haven't watched an animated movie in years. I can't even remember the last one. I feel like there's been something since up. 
but Up feels like the last like animated movie I went and watched. Maybe it was Ratatouille. No, Ratatouille came out after. It's a I think. I saw that one. Shrimp. It's a fooey. It's a I forget how to say it. Damn it. I think no up. So up came out in two thousand and nine. Oh, you're right. I just got Jeffed. Ratatouille was 2007. Hold I on. can't believe you thought Ratatouille came out before uh, or after Up. Well, let I'm me... trying to think of other animated movies that came out since that I might have seen. I can't. I can't think of anyone. Let me. Did dust... you see the Fantastic Mr. Fox? No. Let me dust this button off real quick. You have just been Jeffed. Fucking pussy. <laughs> well, I think we did it, fellers. We've come to the end once again, my friends. Um, uh, I'm happy that you saw you did the Barbenheimer experience. I think the audience needed to hear from you in both movies. Yeah, I mean, enjoyed both. Wish both were the home runs that I was truly hoping for. I wish they both were better. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to watch Oppenheimer again. I kind of think the same, but I haven't seen Interstellar again. And you kind of convinced me that I maybe should. So maybe with an Oppenheimer rewatch, you got to remember next time you rewatch it, you'll probably be more into seeing it, even though you went to the theater because you won't have the broken air conditioning. Maybe yeah. you can fire up some coffee if you want. It just might be a little more locked in, or you could even fucking rewind certain spots if you needed to. Stuff take, like take that. Take a double up on my dose of Ritalin so I can really pay attention. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I don't know if I'm going to see it again. I like the movie, so yeah. well, if you gun to your head and you had to pick one or the other, do you go Barbie or Oppenheimer? I'd probably watch Barbie again, even though I gave Oppenheimer a better score. But you, but you think Oppenheimer is a better movie? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. There are some really good movies that you don't need to watch more than once. And then sometimes there are some crappier movies that, you know, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to watch this again. Give it a shot. And then there's, and there's Armageddon, which you probably should watch every month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you need more MSPH in your life, this party continues. Sign up at patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Uh, we do a bonus podcast every week, a little mini podcast. Goes up four of those a month. And, you know, we got fucking Kersploinked on Crafter Jeff once again. So Supermarket Queefs will be taking its place uh, this week, which I'm sure some people are pumped about. Help! And then the $10 tiers got everything else. The Between Two Flushes, Snack Attacks, what the fuck did I just watch with Shuddy and Dom? Kevin's nerd hole. Uh, a, a whole slew of queef or no queefs. A whole slew of supermarket queefs. Uh, Shuddy, you look like you were about to say something. We, yep, we are recording a new episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch tomorrow. Sick. The movie is the probably the best Joe Piscopo movie. Oh, oh. It's the only dead, one that I can he- think of. Dead Heat, yep. I've never seen that. I gotta watch it. 
It, uh, I think it's on I, Shutter. You yeah. Let's see where it's streaming. I can tell everybody right now. It's on Tubi. It's on Plex, the Roku channel, Amazon Prime, and it's available to rent pretty much everywhere else. There you go. Very accessible. Also, this Saturday, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, MSP Wrestling oh, on twitch.tv slash Dom311. You Dom, can Dom watch V311. You forgot the Dom V. Dom V311. Sorry, Dom V311. You can see me hopefully add another title belt to my MSPH Wrestling Hall of Fame legacy. Yeah, we'll see if Jeff Jeff's bribes continue to pay off for him. <laughs> my fucking Dom Jokos better give me a championship belt or I'm not going to joke on him again. Yeah, and if you're on the Patreon, you'll you'll get the link to hop on Zoom so you can watch it with Myself, Jeff, and Shuddy, and the rest of the Puminati, as things progressively get fucking weirder and weirder as the night goes on. You never know yeah. what's going to happen, but I guarantee you it's going to be fucked up and weird. So check it out. Yeah, maybe I show everyone my nut pimple. Who knows? <laughs> hey guys, this look infected. I got to pull the room. <laughs> yeah, it told me not to pop it, but I couldn't help help it. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffer Records. And at MSPH Podcast and at John Cooper Movie. And if you're into sports and sports betting, listen to Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. That's right. Some sports yeah, are ending. Previews so, coming up in a week. Yeah, and then Jeff will give you some hot cockfighting tips or something in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, I should probably do one for Errol Spence. Uh, Terrence Crawford fight. But no, just uh, look for the forthcoming NFL previews, which will be happening in like eight business days. He might give you some speaking of the some, NFL. some soccer tips and who knows, maybe even some men's soccer. Hmm. Yeah. Ah. I think we're into soccer. Shmurf. Shuddy, what were you saying before Kevin really cut you off? I was going to say, I would like us to do a football pick each week this year and see who has the best record at the end of the year. As long as you don't forward the results to my bosses at OutKick, I'm down. <laughs> so I want to see how Kevin fares picking this year. Hey. It would be funny if he just always picks the Kansas City Chiefs because it rhymes with queefs, and that's just all that he latches on to. It's like that would actually play out pretty well in his favor I mean if they're playing every week yeah queefs queefs for the win <laughs> oh, I have a great quarterback Kevin so. alright everybody thank you again for listening we appreciate appreciate you all we'll see some of you over on Patreon in Patreon land and for the rest of you until next time come join us something Hey, hey, okay, there we go. That woiks. Hey, that woiks. Ooh, time to party. Now you have me. I. Oh. You idiot. You idiot. I'm glad that's over with.
I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. You got shut the fuck down. I love Days of Thunder. Dude, I love Big Mama's house. Oh my god, dude. I do not know how to change how my messages are sending on this fucking... <laughs> yeah, the fuck's up with that clown paper shit? That's what my Apple ID is. Like Jeff, I had for a Dom while, create that email address for me years ago. I told him to pick two random things and make them into an email address, and that's what he came up with. Of course, he did. It, <laughs> I'm fucking destroyed right now. Jeff, do you know how to? Yeah, because for a while, your texts were always coming through as your email address, Jeff. And then out of nowhere, they just changed back to your phone number one day. I don't know how that happened and how I changed it. I don't know. I have no uh, insight towards that or for that. Man, I mean, the peanut butter was... uh, or I'm eating a banana with some peanut butter, and little mama is just <laughs> fucking grilling me. Staring right into my soul. Saying it's almost like you muscled in. If you don't finish started... any little bit of that peanut butter, I'm down. It's almost like uh you've elbowed in and gotten in on her favorite meal, her own vagina. Oh, oh yeah. Put peanut butter on her pussy, she would eat it all up. <laughs> mama, gross little bitch. Jeez, little mama, save some of that pussy for later. <laughs> pussy hound. Meow, 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 meow. Shuddy, I listened to that band you sent me, mm-hmm. and I like the music, but that singer kind of sounds like Marge Simpson. You think? Yeah. It is, he is very sc- screechy, uh, but I meant that song specifically. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure I listened to it. I don't use Spotify, so I just opened it up on Apple Music and... Oh, played some of that album. Yeah, I mean, because I used to just buy albums sometimes on my um, straight to my iPod, iPhone, and then when they introduced Apple Music, I was just like, "Well, I've already sunk money into this service. I might as well just." It's all the same shit, anyway. I love my Apple Music subscription. Yeah, me too. Anytime someone's like, hey, have you ever heard this band? I can just listen to them. I don't have to go to Sam Goody and spend fucking $17 on a CD to find out they suck. 
I could fucking. Are you waiting? Did you just take some crazy pills? I did. Yeah. Yeah, I took my crazy pills. You went to Comic Con this weekend, right? Yeah. Nice. Something we can talk about. Meow, 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 meow. Did you see the Bagleys? I did. I think I go for my third MSPH wrestling belt this weekend. Oh shit, that's this weekend, like, huh? Man, yeah. how do I break the bad news to Carl? Can you just text her and tell her? <laughs> yeah, I planned on it, actually. <laughs> I'm going to text her. Hey, Carl, you're going you're gonna to be on the MSPH wrestling Zoom this weekend, right? fuck? <laughs> Gay? What? What do you mean, Carl? <laughs> Damn. Who, who, who? Shut are you having some sort of te- technical difficulties? I'm trying to fix this, so I'm working on that iMessage thing, but otherwise, no, oh. I'm having no technical difficulties. Yeah, that's weird. It's only from my MacBook. Let me see if I can provide some tech support. Hit command, comma, iMessage. I'm in settings. My phone number doesn't even show up as an option. Let's see. You go to iMessage and you start start new conversations from your phone number. Do you see that? Did this? Nope. Not now. That's not even a. That didn't even come across as a an iMessage. What the fuck? Can one of you shoot me a text in the group chat? All right, I just called you a pussy. I almost read your um, your email address out loud. I, I don't actually... that. Who knows what the fuck is even in that uh, that email account? I don't use it for anything other than iMessage. And I got your message fine. Uh... But it's not sending messages. You can't message back. So I went through on my phone. If I message from the la- from my MacBook, <laughs> it goes through as nothing. <laughs> I love that it just keeps showing that email address. Did it really? It did it again. Well, we're on a group text, so every text that comes through is like, says who sent it. But Shuddy Boy has been elbowed out by, uh, I don't know, don't want to give too much of it away. Shuddy, I'm trying to fucking save you here by not giving your email address out on the show. I mean, they can bombard that with emails all they want. Eventually, the mailbox will get full and nothing will happen. iMessage, you can be reached at start new conversations from, it's clicked as 
all because I fucking updated my Apple ID password because I couldn't. Hey, you're back as Shuddy Boy. All right. This is enough to make somebody consider going to an Android. Just kidding. Not, that, nothing's nothing's that ever that dark. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's ever, nothing's ever that bleak. Yeah, they could they could put out a study that's like, oh, the um, the radiation that comes out of Android phones adds two inches to your dick. You're like, oh, that's cool. Uh, sticking with my iPhone. Meow 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 meow. Meow, 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 And now that it took up all my, the last of my toy time, so I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to sit here and not play with toys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got new toys that you're going to unveil on the podcast? So you meant, or? I was, I was trying to get them into the display cases before we started recording. Oh, now you're going to look like a giant jerk off on YouTube. I know. Shit that's been on there for last week. No, actually, I got it all out. This is the bike who got me on the penis, people. Penis, people. There you go, Shuddy. That was pretty good. Man, that's a great impression, Shuddy. Much better than what Kevin could do. Get your hand off my penis! Get your hand off my penis! <laughs> I want merch with that guy's face on it. I don't even know what that's from. How dare get your hands on there? I mean, I probably do, but I'm just, I'm just spacing it's out. It's that video Kevin swore we should know what it was, and we didn't. It's It was like one and of those then... very early clips to go viral. Like that and the grape lady going, oh, oh, oh. Like that and, and that guy getting arrested. What is the charge? Having a meal? A succulent Chinese meal. Haven't even played the video for us and shared did a screen share. Yeah, Jeff, like you fucking three weeks fart. ago. But longer ago than that. But I yeah. was assured that uh, I could uh, speak to the people. Now, say you're under arrest. I'm under what? Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? This, this is the Australian guy, right? Yeah. Yes. Penis people. I know what you're talking about. Huh? And then when they finally get his fucking goofy ass in the car, like as his head is like descending out of view into the cop car, he's just like, ta-ta, farewell. ETFN. <laughs> Now get your hands on there. Dude, one of the uh one of the things trending on Twitter right now is all caps lock meet me behind the mall. <laughs> Alright, I'll click. Is it, what is isn't this? It, isn't what it just this called mean? Isn't it just called X now? Alright. Are you done with Twitter? Are you one of those people? I mean, I barely used like tweeted to begin with. And then, like, all that stuff of just, like, you can't, you're only allowed to read so many tweets a day. I was like, all right, this guy's a fucking clown. Threads is more fun I anyway. think they got rid of that. 
think they got rid of that, but point taken. Parker, get out of here. You're not wanted. I just like how this guy has never came up with a good idea for Twitter and people still just keep filleting him. Yeah. And then, like, the whole argument is like, oh, what's up, broke ass? Can't afford $8 a month? It's like, so wait, now everything that I'm afford, I can afford, I'm required to pay? Like, do you sign up for every single streaming service? Oh, what, broke ass? You can't afford $10 a month for Criterion Channel? Pfft, get a load of this jerk off. It's like, uh, you probably... Those are also probably the same people bitching about tipping fatigue. That's an interesting... Kevin might be deep on the replies. I haven't read or heard anyone say, like, accuse someone for being broke for not paying $8 a month. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm interested I mean, in where you, where you read that. You see, like, in every tweet that's, like, that's, like, uh, you know, bitching about Twitter or anything, anything criticizing Twitter, all of, like, Elon Musk's cum gurglers will jump out and just be like, oh, what, can't afford $8, broke ass? And I even, like, back when Some it was being introduced, I, I tweeted some, you know, joke about how stupid it is to pay for Twitter. And people are like, oh, what's the matter? Can't afford it? Like, what? I must have missed the memo. No, actually, I, I'm unemployed. I have, like, I have to buy everything I can afford? But what, since when was that a thing? I don't want to pay for a fucking free app. It's impossibly stupid. I'm with you there. I think, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm prepared to have this conversation, but I think I think a conversation is due for the whole tipping fatigue uh, topic. It's kind of crazy how many people ask for tips now, right? Is it, Shuddy, I understand you might work for a company or, or run a company that asks for tips or has some sort of, tip uh tips in their daily take on pay but kevin do you know what i'm saying at least do you feel me oh yeah every single thing that you pay for there's now a like hey how about a tip it's like yeah literally everything oh my god they had uh someone posted like a a, a video from their ring which is you guys know what ring is right it's like a home security system that just yeah, shows. Yeah. You got one, Shunny? I have one, yeah. Oh, man, that's got cool. Do you ever just get stoned and, like, watch it every now and then? Uh, no. Um, I did. There was a funny interaction a few weeks ago with me and uh, a lady who, I, we can, uh, who came to the door and tried to tell me that my wife... Uh, had given her our information that we needed a cleaning lady. <laughs> was she hot? Yeah, was, like, was she hot? I was like, no. And I was like, um, I don't have a wife and I don't need a cleaning lady. And she's like, she gave me this address and then she showed me a picture of this woman with a dude that was absolutely not me and was like, are you sure you don't recognize her? I go... <laughs> Yeah, and that's not me in the picture. The dude doesn't even have a fucking beard, so I don't know what kind of Are you sure this is your house? (laughs) Do you live here? (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, all right. You know, I met your husband. 
your husband gave me your info and said you you guys could use a cleaning. Ugh. All right, let's see. Where are we here? Yeah, sounds good. Get your hands off my penis. This is the bloke who got me penis, on the penis. Triple. How dare get your hands off me? Off my penis, people. This is the bloke who got me on the penis, people. People. All right. Uh, let me just get this biatch recording. Recording in progress. Yeah, don't forget that. Yeah, it is. It's recording. Snoopy Poop Dog! All right. Shall we? We shall. In Los Angeles, California, where the mad scientist party hour.